Welcome to the Wonder Your Way Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Neiman. I'm here to help you travel to Europe, to explore off the tourist track destinations, dig a bit deeper into those well-known places, offer up some tips so you can travel with peace of mind, and of course, to share a few stories. It's my hope to inspire you to travel to Europe your way. And greetings from the, the fickle weather of Scotland. As I sit here in my Airbnb, I look out the window across Loch Linney. It's a sea lock, but I'm way inland here in Fort William. And I look out at the the hills, the mountains. Uh, they're really more hills, I would say. And it was just raining like crazy about three minutes ago. And now... I see some blue sky. There's still a lot of clouds. It's probably going to rain again. <laughs> That's just how things roll here in Scotland, especially it at this time of year, which is late November. And um, yeah, as predicted, it is raining again. <laughs> anyway, um, we're just going to kind of go with it. And I'm just going to, you know, weather out the window and just watch the weather continually change as I sit here and talk to you. So what I want to talk about in this episode is why I think Scotland might be, and I will stress that, might be a good option for you to travel to in the off season. Now, I'm going to qualify everything because I did say might because I don't think it's going to be for everyone. It really depends. But I'm going to kind of give you the pluses the pros, if you will, of traveling to Scotland in the off season. And I will counter my argument and give you some reasons why it maybe isn't a great idea to come in the off season. So then you can sort of make an educated and informed decision on what might be right for you. Because remember, I always believe that every person is different. Everybody's style of travel is different. Everybody needs to make their trip uniquely theirs. So Scotland might be a great idea for you. It might not be. And you'll find out probably and make a decision by the end of this episode. The other thing I want to point out is because I'm not traveling all over Scotland in the couple months that I'm here. So I have spent some time over in Fife and kind of some of the area around there. So over like St. Andrews and the East Nuke area, I did kind of go up into Dundee and I went up a little bit further um, up towards Stonehaven just for a quick uh, kind of day trip. But, um, you know, I haven't really been through, you know, some of the uh, the borderland. That still may happen before I leave. I haven't been up to the islands. I am now over and I've been here over in Fort William for a few weeks in the West Highlands. So I can kind of speak about this area in general. But, you know, it's like I'm not going to go probably way up in the far northwest, kind of along that North Coast 500. More than likely, I'm not going to go out to any of the islands. So I also want to qualify when I say Scotland in the off season that from my experience, you know, I'm just going to be talking about the places that I've been. Now I am going to go to Edinburgh. That's where I'm ending my time here in Scotland before I travel back to the States in early to mid-January of 2022, as I record this. And um, there may be a a, a little day trip down to Glasgow. We'll see, because I'm not too far here from uh, being in Fort William. So 
my experience, and when I'm talking about Scotland in the off season, I'm going to be talking about the places that I specifically have been as well. Okay, so let's get started. So I think one of the biggest advantages and and a good reason to come to Scotland in in the off season is a reason to travel to a lot of places in the off season. That's is is that you will definitely save some money. So typically you will find cheaper flights. Um, I know in my experience in traveling to Paris in the off season right before the pandemic hit. So that would have been I went in January of 2020. My flight was super cheap. Now because I've been traveling here in Europe, you know it's hard for me to know exactly what a flight might have been had I just come over to Scotland in early November. But from what I was seeing, because I do have some alerts set up with airfarewatchdog.com, which is one of my favorite places to just kind of watch airfare. If you don't use that tool, it's a good one to use. I did see a lot of cheaper flights coming over to Edinburgh. I think I have that set up as one of my alerts. So I know that you can definitely get cheaper flights in the off season. So that's one way to save some money. The other way is obviously your accommodation can also be cheaper at this time of year. So saving, those are two of your your biggest things that you that you spend money on, right? When you travel, it's like your airfare, you know, especially if you're coming from like the States or Canada or Australia, you know, to get to Europe sometimes that can be pretty expensive. So if you can save a few hundred dollars, that's great. That means you have that money to put into other things. Or, you know, if your budget's a little bit tighter, then coming in the off season is a great idea because you're saving on the airfare. Then your next big expense is typically accommodation. And then maybe your kind of local transportation, depending on how much you're going to move around. So I will say that accommodation definitely is going to be cheaper. My place here, I have an Airbnb in Fort William. And when I looked at the price as to what it would be like in the summer compared to what it is now in November and December, outside of the Christmas holidays, of course, because that is going to be more expensive, but it is definitely cheaper. So I know that I'm saving money on my accommodation. Now, here's the downside, (laughs) because there is one. Obviously, when you come in the off season, depending on where you go, there are going to be accommodation that will shut down. And I definitely see that here in Fort William. Now, Fort William is, you know, a decent a decent sized town because it kind of calls itself kind of the outdoor capital of the UK because it's where the West Highland Way ends. It's where the Great Glenway begins. Those are both long distance trails. Ben Nevis, the highest peak in the UK, is right here. You you start the the hike just outside of Fort William. In fact, I can't see it from my apartment, but there's a, a little trail, a little kind of local cow hill trail summit and circuit that I can actually see Ben Nevis. So this is a very popular place. So there are lots of places to stay. And I see a lot of B&Bs that are pretty well shut down right now. They have their signs out that say no vacancy, but there's <laughs> there's nobody there. <laughs> there's no cars or no sign of life. In fact, I think about a week or so ago, I saw there's one just across the street here and I saw a couple ladies getting into a taxi with their suitcase and there was a sun hat attached <laughs> to there. So I'm sure they were going somewhere warm. Um, good for them because it is a little chilly here. We'll get to that. Um, but it is going to be a bit of a challenge of finding accommodation 
in some towns, not all of them. Obviously, if you're going to maybe concentrate a little bit more in the cities, if you want to do Edinburgh and Glasgow and maybe go up to Aberdeen or even smaller towns like Dundee or Perth or something like that, you're probably going to be able to find some, at least a handful of hotels that will be open. If you get into smaller villages where it's really kind of maybe more that like spring through early autumn kind of time that they see the bulk of their visitors, there's going to be some B&Bs and guest houses and things like that that may shut down. So you'll need to do a little bit of research or have your travel planner do that for you so that you select the right places. So it is possible to go and still have places be open, but you're going to have to be strategic about it. If you have your heart set on, you know, maybe some little town that really kind of all but shuts down in the off season, then again, maybe coming to Scotland in the off season isn't for you. If you're a little bit flexible about where you go, then it can be a good thing because you will save money on accommodation as well as your flight over. So a second reason to visit Scotland in the off season is simply because it is less crowded. So you are not going to be elbow to elbow with people going to Edinburgh Castle, which is a very, very, very popular site. You're not going to be on the trails with lots of people, especially on some of the more popular trails, like the West Highland Way. So coming to Scotland in the off season kind of gives you that kind of quieter time. You know, you're not going to be elbow to elbow with people in the pubs either, which is a good thing at this kind of time of, you know, still having COVID and very much in the mix. So if you want to come when it's a little quieter and you like not having to deal with a lot of crowds, then coming in the off season to Scotland is a great idea. The downside is that some people actually like all that craziness and all the excitement and having places be busy because they like the buzz. They like they like really crowded pubs or they like to you know, be able to maybe meet a lot of other travelers, or they just like a lot of liveliness. Now, I'm going to say it doesn't mean that coming in the off season that it is not lively, because I, I will definitely attest to that. I've been out a couple of times. I haven't gone out a whole lot just because of, of COVID. I'm trying to be very careful, but I've been out a couple of times and actually heard some live music both times and been around at least a decent crowd, but not like a packed crowd. So that to me is an advantage is because I still could meet locals and other travelers. Um, the second time I went out, I definitely met some people that were other travelers, but I also met a local. Her daughter happened to be, you know, playing in the kind of little music session that started. So she was definitely a local. She's like, yeah, that's my daughter playing the fiddle. <laughs> so, and that's one of the big pluses is that you get to meet the locals. Not that you can't when it's busy. They just will be out a little bit more when it's not so busy in the tourist season, when all the other people from all over are coming to a certain place, especially a place like maybe Fort William or Edinburgh, or, you know, fill in one of the popular destinations here in Scotland, uh, Glencoe, um, Inverness, Isle of Skye, 
they'll be more likely to kind of come out when it's not so busy because, eh, you know, they just sometimes they like to to have their place be their place and they kind of come out a little bit more or you're more likely to run into them when it is the off season. You know, in fact, I remember, and I'm trying to think if I put this in a podcast, I know it's probably in a blog post out there, but when I was traveling in Ireland in 2018, and it was early spring, and I was in Skull down in in County Cork in West Cork, and I struck up a conversation with the woman who ran this, well, her husband, her and her husband ran kind of, they had the kind of a bar on one side, and then they had more of like a cafe restaurant on the other side. And I ate dinner there. I I thought I might have eaten there once or twice. And I struck up a conversation with her. And she said that, you know, she loves what she does. She loves like, you know, meeting people from all around the world. And a lot of people who who have businesses in resort towns like that. Um, they, they, they love that. They love being able to meet people from all over the world and be able to talk to them. But she said when it's really busy in the height of summer, like July and August, she said she just doesn't have the time because she's, you know, trying to keep her restaurant running and get thing food made and out to out to the hungry travelers but at that time of year in early spring you know she and I were able to have a, a nice conversation and be able to talk and she said you know I really enjoy this but I just don't always have the time for it so keep that in mind because that holds true probably no matter where you go to travel, anytime you go in the off season, usually you get people that just, you know, the people that live there and work there, you have more of a chance to be able to talk to them because they're not as busy. And that definitely holds true here in Scotland. The lady who owns the the Airbnb that I'm staying, I feel like she's had a little bit more time because, you know, she's not like super busy, like with constant turnover with the two apartments that she has. And I've actually met some people, some like locals who are traveling here to Fort William. So again, that's a nice thing is that, you know, the local people are maybe traveling at this time of year a little bit too. And they're coming to places that they know in the height of summer, they'd be like, eh, you know, Fort William, it might be a little too busy for me. I may not want to go up there in in July or May or September when it's when I know it's still busy. But you know what? I'm going to take a little weekend break and I'm going to come up from Edinburgh or Glasgow and I'm, you know, I'm going to come up and, and have a little weekend break and I'm going to come to a place where it's, you know, I know it's not really super busy at this time of year and it's a place I've always wanted to go. In fact, I've met a couple at dinner about a week ago from Edinburgh and they were kind of just coming up this way for a few days of a break and got to talk to them. And I met a couple ladies out on a trail last weekend from Glasgow. And actually, they gave me some really good information, but it was just nice to be able to talk to people that were also just kind of from the area. So you will meet, you know, you'll meet true locals that actually live in the town that you are staying in. But then you might meet kind of, if you will, the wider locals. So the people that maybe are from that country and traveling to that place 
in the off season because they know that while it's a very popular place in the season, coming in the off season is a nice time for them to take their little breaks because obviously they're not coming as far. So that's kind of some upsides. And again, I'll say, you know, the downside might be that, yeah, things maybe aren't as happening, if you will. There may not be like as many events. You might even find there will be like a few restaurants or shops closed. Although I can't really say that I've seen that here. Um, It seems to be that most things here in Fort William are still very much open. Now, they may curtail some hours. And you know what, that's okay. You know, some some places do that, you know, no matter where you are, they may curtail their winter hours depending on what they do and who they serve. One downside, as I kind of spin off of that, is that some sites could be closed or at least have shortened hours. So if there's something specific that you want to see, double check and see if they are open all year long. For instance, when Bo and I took our trip up to Donater Castle, which is, I think it's in Aberdeenshire. It's up near Stonehaven. So it was well north of St. Andrews, but we went up there and we got there in time to be able to still see it in the light. And I'm going to come to the weather and the short days, but the castle like to be able to go into it and it's really just ruins, but you can go over and walk around it. It was closing like within the next half hour. And I think we were too late to be able to go to it. So that was kind of a downfall in that we kind of missed that. uh, And we didn't maybe check ahead of time like we should have. So you'll need to double check that. And again, there will be sites that may be completely closed for a few months through the winter. I remember having this happen to me in Ireland when I went over in 2017 because I got there the end of April or end of March into early April. And there were a few things that were opening up like a couple of days after I was kind of going to be there. So I kind of missed some of that. So you do need to watch that. And like I said, I think it's just a matter of doing a little bit of homework before you decide that going to Scotland in the off season is for you. If there's something you really want to see, then you need to make sure that it's going to be open. Now I just want to kind of talk about the weather and the short days (laughs) because you are going to get that. Now here's the thing. The weather in the British Isles is never sunny and bright skies all the time. You're pretty lucky if you get that at some point and not saying that you won't because you definitely can. And I've seen it. I've seen it in Ireland. I've seen it in England. I've seen it here in Scotland. So you can have that. However, I will say when you come kind of in the off season, which I'm going to kind of lump the off season as kind of late autumn. So that would be like probably like maybe late October into like February, um, maybe early March. It's going to rain. (laughs) There's just no doubt about it. It's probably going to rain even if you come over here in the summer, um, unless you happen to get lucky and get a stretch of a week like I did when I walked the West Highland Way back in 2017 and you don't see any rain. That's very rare. So you need to be prepared for that and you need to be prepared. Obviously, it's also going to be a little bit colder and it's probably going to rain more. So having your waterproof jacket, shoes, pants, 
is a good idea. Having layers obviously is a good idea. The other thing is that the days are very short. So if you're okay with that, and are okay with, you know, seeing your sights, if you will, in a short amount of time, like as I record this at the end of November, I have under eight hours of daylight. I mean, the sun's coming up at like 820 in the morning, and it's going down about, I don't know, 10 till four. That's how short the days are. However, the upside is I feel like when it is light and I want to get out and do something, I'm forced into that time and I go out and I do it and I get it done. And then when it's dark, once it gets dark, you know, for me, I come back in and do some work. But, you know, even, you know, by four o'clock, if you want, you can kind of tuck into a pub or something like that. So there's always kind of something to do. And certainly if you're going to be in the cities, there's definitely still going to be things to do. You know, museums might be open till five or six. So you can, you know, that's something that you can do still into the evening. And then of course, you know, going out to, you know, for dinner or pub or something like that, you still have that. However, if you are somebody who wants to, you know, be driving around and seeing lots of sights and having good long days of daylight, then you probably don't want to come to Scotland in the off season because you're not going to have that. The upside is, and I will say this as a photographer, is that I have loved how changeable everything is. I feel like, you know, I've been pretty much just staying put here in Fort William right now because I don't have a car and I can jump on a, a bus or a train and I can go to some other places. But there's some there's some nice trails here for me to walk. And, and you know, even if I'm walking the same trail, the light just is beautiful at this time of year because the sun doesn't go up real high. And, you know, the clouds come in and then they go away and it might rain and you might actually see some sunlight. I've been out on days where I've seen like three rainbows because of the changeable weather. And it's just beautiful. And it really makes the landscape is just so beautiful because of the lower light. So for me, I think as a photographer, I have absolutely loved it. And I haven't mind minded the short days and the rain. I just, you know, you just like one lady told me I ran into a lady and I started talking to her on the trail and she's like, and it happened to be a nice day. And she's like, yeah, you know, it's great out today. She goes, but if it's not, we just put on our waterproofs and we just still go out in it. And that's the attitude that I think you have to have if you want to come to Scotland in the off season is you just need to be able to put on your waterproofs and get on with it and go out and enjoy whatever the weather brings, whatever time of day, you know, whatever you've got as far as daylight hours, and you get out and you make the most of it. And then when the sun goes down, then you just kind of, you know, like I said, you can tuck into a cafe for some warming coffee or tea, or you can go to a nice restaurant and have a good meal, or you can tuck into a pub and have a wee dram a little bit of craft beer, whatever you want to have, and meet some friendly locals. So should you visit Scotland in the off season? I think that that's up to you. Personally, you know, I'm spending two months here just in Fort William. I was over in St. Andrews in that Fife area for about five days. I have a few more days after I'm done here in Fort William. I've got probably another 10 days. And I know four of those days, I'm definitely going to be in Edinburgh. And I was really concerned about the weather and the short days. And 
I will admit it took me a little while to get used to the shorter days. That was probably one of the hardest things. I felt like I felt like I was like, you know, at 6 p.m. I was like, oh, it's time for bed because it was dark out. And I just I think when I first got here in full disclosure, I was probably also kind of dealing with a little bit of a time change because I had come from Greece. So it was a two hour difference. So so when it was 8 p.m. here in Scotland, it was 10 p.m via my body clock, at least when I first got here. So I was probably like, you know, falling asleep on my friend Bo and her husband, Eric, when I first got here. <laughs> but but I have adjusted to these shorter days. I mean, I can't say that I love it, but I feel like I'm trying to embrace it. And so I get out, like I said, during the day, daylight hours, and I make the most of it. And then when it's darker, you know, that's when I can sit down in front of my laptop and get some work done. And I was also, you know, kind of unsure about how the weather would be, like if it was going to be really rainy, would I just not want to go out in it? But I've also embraced that. And here's the thing, I have found that, you know, every now and again, there is definitely a day where it's raining almost all day, and it might even be raining sideways. (laughs) That hasn't actually happened very often. There's been maybe a couple of days. Most of the time, it sort of rains for a while, and then it stops, and it's, you know, and and then it's okay, and then it showers, you know, and they're kind of just like little showers. They don't necessarily, not like necessarily downpours all the time. Actually, I think those have happened a little bit more at night, which is great. Um, it kind of makes then <laughs> the daylight hours okay. You can get out in it if it's just going to shower a little bit. So I've just been taken to putting on the waterproofs and getting out in it, as that lady that I met on the trail said. And to be honest, it's been fine. Have I gotten caught in some rain? Yes. Have I gotten caught in anything bad as of yet? Absolutely not. It's been some light showers. It stops. Like I said, the one day I saw three rainbows. So the sun kept coming out at shower. The rainbows came out and it really was beautiful. And that's kind of the last thing that I want to say. One of the upsides, I think, to visiting Scotland in the off season is something that I mentioned earlier about just how I think beautiful the light is here at this time of year. You know, if you come in summer, you're going to have the opposite. You're going to have these really, really long days, but the sun's going to be overhead more. And I don't think the light's going to be quite as beautiful. It might be just because you'll probably still get that mix of of sun and, and clouds and sunlight kind of maybe streaming through some of the clouds here and there, but it's not going to be at the angle that it's at. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's really made the landscape really beautiful and it looks different every day. Sometimes it even looks different every hour. You know, as I sit here and look out at Loch Linny, it's kind of windy today, and the sun has come back out now, and there's some blue sky, and I look down the loch and see the sunlight kind of dappled on the the hills, the mountains that sit along the loch, and um, shadows and light and shadows and light. I don't know. It's just really beautiful. Um, you know, you might call it moody. You might call it atmospheric, as Bo says. That's She says that's kind of a guide word that when it's not all bright, bright beautiful sunshine, they use the word atmospheric. I like the word moody. And um, 
I just think it's really beautiful. And I think that there is a beauty to seeing things, you know, yeah, the Heather's not in bloom. I have yet to see that. Um, that comes, I think, a little bit more in the latter part of summer into maybe just the early part of September. And, you know, yeah, things are you know, things are brown, but here's the interesting thing. When I look, when I take this hike, um, this cow hill hike that is kind of a a fun local hike, I look out at the hills and there's, there's different colors. I mean, there's still green, there's kind of browns and grays and kind of rust colors and there's golds. So you still get a lot of different color. And I don't know, I just really find it really beautiful at this time of year. There's still some, you know, there's still actually when I got here, there were still some fall, um, some autumn foliage still happening. And the I'd say like the first half of November, we're starting to kind of maybe not see that as much, but it's just still really beautiful. And I don't know, I highly recommend it. Again, I would say it's not going to be for everyone. If you want to really be go, go, go and see a lot in a day and be out in the car and be in the daylight, you know, yeah, it's probably not going to be for you. But if you're willing to kind of embrace a little bit of kind of the season of sort of like, you know, um, what do they call it? The, the hygge or whatever that they call it. And I think that's Denmark, where they kind of hunker down a little bit and it's all about kind of being warm and comfortable. You know, there's a little bit of that, I think, that happens here in Scotland as well. You know, people are are kind of, you know, maybe in, in the pubs and, and seeing their friends and having a, a warming drink or meeting in a, in a cafe for a coffee or a tea and, you know, maybe in their homes kind of making warm meals. There's lots of soups and things like that that are quite tasty, if you ask me. Um, I love getting, I think every time I I go out, that's what I get is some soup. And I just think that it's a great time of year to come here for a lot of reasons. And I think I've, I've named them all. And, you know, I think it's really up to you whether or not you would say that Scotland would be for you in the off season, but hopefully I've maybe convinced you to at least think about it because I'm personally sold on it which means, yes, I would come back to Scotland in the off-season. Although I plan on coming again probably late spring, early summer next year because I'm going to the Open, which is the British Open, the golf tournament. I didn't get tickets to the actual tournament, but I did get a couple of tickets for a practice round. So I'm trying to round up some tickets for the actual tournament as well. And that happens actually in mid-July. So it will be interesting for me to come back at that time of year and see what Scotland is like in the middle of summer because I've only been here in May and in kind of like the latter part of spring and now being here at this time of year in late autumn and into the winter. But if somebody said I had the opportunity to come back at this time of year, I would actually take it. So I don't think that this will be the last time that I will be in Scotland in November, December, and I'll let you know about January. (laughs) Although I'm really looking forward to being here for New Year's Eve because that is Hogmanay, as they call it, is a very, very big celebration here in Scotland. So I'm looking forward to that. So if you have any questions or any comments, I invite you to just pop over to wonderyourway.com and check out the show notes. You can leave me some comments there. 
And again, I would ask for anybody who is listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I really would love to get more reviews. I'd like to know what you think. I'd like to help kind of get the podcast out to more people. And the more reviews that I get and the more ratings I get, that really helps. So let's get the word out there about Wonder Your Way and the Wonder Your Way podcast. And as always, there's more information over at the blog post, over at the blog post, (laughs) over over at the website, there are blog posts. There's lots of information there. I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm looking out the window and I actually think it might be snowing out there, right? No, it's kind of doing something. It's, um, it's blowing. It's blowing, 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 blowing. And yeah, there's snow flurries. I, I did not say that, that that is another plus of being here in the off season is that in the last week, I think it has been cold enough, just cold enough, like up on the peaks that there have been just a little bit of snow, like way up on the peaks. It hasn't been down here in in Fort William yet. In fact, I think this is the first time I'm seeing some snow here. But like overnight when it has rained kind of here, it's obviously been cold enough further up like on Ben Nevis, obviously with it being the highest peak in the UK and some of the other kind of higher peaks that are around. And there's been just this little bit of snow up there and it's actually really pretty. Now I know some of you aren't snow people. I like snow. I don't want it all year round. I don't mind having it a couple months in the year, two or three months. I don't like long winters. A little bit of snow goes a long way for me, but I like to have a little bit and I love to see it on top of the mountain peaks. So if you like snow and like to see snow capped peaks, then Scotland in the off season is definitely for you. I can't believe I almost forgot that. Anyway, as I was saying, please leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you want any further information on anything on Europe travel, destinations, places to go, tips, It's all over at wonderyourway.com. There are tons of blog posts on a lot of different places, a lot of different countries, as well as some tips. And of course, you will also be able to find out about the travel planning services that I offer. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. And... I'm going to just continue to watch the weather. I think it stopped snowing. I think I think now it's just raining. Weather Out the Window by Lynn Neiman of Wonder Your Way. <laughs> anyway, hope you have a wonderful day. And until next time, happy travels and sláinte love.